morning guys welcome to Emmett audio it's raining out and I can't seem to find my umbrella so I'm rather grumpily wearing a raincoat which is not my thing you know I like the way an umbrella gives you a little civilized pocket of dryness whereas raincoat is kind of like a sacrificial layer of letting yourself get soaking wet and you just happen to be dry underneath it really sit particularly well with me. Maybe because I've had plenty of experiences of working at the farm or on ships where you're wearing the rain gear and sure it keeps you relatively dry but you get plenty soaked over the course of a day working outside in, in wet wet conditions so an umbrella always seems particularly civilized <clears throat> and like a, a real luxury to have this little cone of dryness that moves with you. I much prefer it. At any rate, I can't seem to find it. I think, I don't know, maybe it went somewhere when I cleaned out the truck or something, but it's it's nowhere to be found at the moment. Um, at any rate, I've been thinking a lot uh, There have been a, a, a handful of instances in the last week where people have said various versions to me of what would you do if you didn't have to work? Or what are you... Like, what, what would success look like to you? Or what would retirement look like to you? All sort of spinning together into this question that we'll rather loosely call sort of how would you spend your time if you didn't have to factor money into it? What would your life look like if you didn't have to factor money into it? And I think honestly... I would be doing much the same of what I'm doing now. In that I think it's really healthy for me to work and strive and have a sense of some journey that I'm on and also a sense of struggle with it. And and I wonder in part that if if I was doing this without having to attach money to it. I wonder if that would actually make it harder. That, I mean, sure, it's harder to not earn enough money, but if you're earning enough money, whatever enough is for you, in the process of doing thing that you would be doing anyways, I'm not sure taking money out of the picture makes it easier. I think it actually maybe makes it harder psychologically. Because you need something to push you through the, the hard moments of a journey. And needing the money or sort of doing something for the money and therefore having a, an obligation to fulfill a commitment that you've made to someone that is based on money sure is a good way to 
put pressure on yourself to do the thing even when you're not feeling like doing the thing in the moment. I don't mean doing the thing when big picture you would much rather be doing something else, but, you know, it strikes me that taking money away um, not taking away the worrying about money. I think taking away the worrying about money is really worthwhile. And, and that's actually an interesting point, which is that it's nice to be in a, in a setup or a, or a situation where you can feel like the, the money is going to be enough and that it's going to be okay and that there's uh, that you're not living on the edge or either on the edge monetarily or on the edge of uncertainty. Either of those things can be really exhausting over time. And I've lived on both for many years, but we're not right now. Um, and that's partly because Cecilia is working again and partly because I'm earning enough, finally. And... So what that has told me is that it's life does get better when you reach a point where you have enough money and also where you feel like it is secure in how it is coming in, that you don't have to constantly be asking yourself, you know, what's going to happen in a month or two months or next week? Is it still going to be coming in? And I've achieved that part largely by having a long waiting list. And so I just have the six months of runway that that gives me. And, and you know, there's that advice to have six months of income saved up. And we, we don't. <laughs> We've got some couple months worth of income saved up, but not six months. But what we do have is I do have six months of work in the books. And that, it's not as good because if something really happens to me and I can't do the work, well, that's a problem. But, uh, but as I found in the pandemic, it, it, is, it is a good substitute in many situations to have that stability. And certainly it gives me a sense of stability. But, I don't think I would be happier, and I don't think the work would be as good, or certainly not better, if I didn't if I didn't have to work at all, if it wasn't tied to money. I think I would be adrift in that circumstance. And in that respect, the idea about retirement doesn't really make sense to me either in that I feel like, well, first of all, I, I hope I'm still on this journey when I'm old, but I don't think it will necessarily look like it looks right now, not because I will have mastered everything there is to master, but because over time everything evolves and shifts and evolves and shifts, even if only by a little bit. And 
heard someone articulate a guiding star the other day that was essentially to sort of to do the most good that you could do in your present circumstances for as many people as possible, well, that would be a good thing to spend your life doing. And I think under my current circumstances that I've created for myself, that looks like this. But I think as opportunities shift and evolve and mature, it will look differently. And so while I don't think I'm interested in retirement, I also don't think I'm interested in working at 60 the way that I work at, the way that I worked at 35, say. And I'm not interested in working at 40 the way I worked at 35. That was, you know, I, for a long time, have been working very hard. And it's been interesting to be able to make different choices now that enough money is coming in of how I spend my time and to work less hard not by necessarily taking it easy, but by putting that energy into other places, putting that energy into spending time with my family. And what I hope when I retire, or when I'm retirement age, is that I've established enough savings or income streams or or reputation that can be cashed in in some way that I can make whatever choices I need to make as I get old and and the sort of natural infirmities of getting old rear their head and some of that is going to be by having kids who I have a good relationship with as they grow up into adults and who maybe, knock on wood, decide to live close to where they grew up so that I can lean on them some. And some of them, some of that is going to be by doing my best to build a reputation that will give me opportunities in the future and hopefully more opportunities in the future than I have right now. And some of that will be by trying to save enough money to have more of a nest egg. And some of that will be trying to generate <clears throat> ways of earning money that are diversified enough that if something, if one aspect of earning money is too overwhelming for me at a given age and infirmity that I can lean on the other aspect. So it all fits together, but I don't think I ever want to stop working. I just want to be able to control what that work looks like. And it strikes me that it is the work, no pun intended, of a lifetime to create that situation. When you're young <clears throat> and you don't have a reputation and you don't have money saved up and you don't have these assets that are going to create income streams, what you're doing is you're substituting your energy, the energy of being young, 
for the lack of these other things. And I guess you don't have to be young. You can start at whatever age you're at. You substitute energy in for the fact that there is not as much um, machinery and mm, mass swinging back and forth that helps you later on. <clears throat> it's sort of like building a pendulum. And let's say the young you is like carrying clay over to the pendulum and slapping it on and making that pendulum bigger and bigger. And then giving it an extra little shove each time it goes by. Until over time, incrementally, you've built up something that's so massive that even if you stop giving it a little shove, it will carry on for a very long time without you swinging back and forth, dissipating energy. But I think, to carry this analogy forward, I think what happens if you... I think what happens if you reach that point too early in life where you stop feeling like you need to keep putting mass onto the pendulum is for a while that feels good but then you know maybe the pendulum starts to s to slow down and in this case I don't think the pendulum the energy of the pendulum is kicking off I don't think of it as money or resources I think of it as like life energy excitement for your life and the trick, it seems to me, is to keep adding to that as long as possible so that when you are forced to stop, that you're still given this life energy for as long as possible because it will dissipate. And so this is in part why I actually understand why people who are wealthy are compelled to increase their wealth. That it's, it's not really about the wealth. It's about continuing to work. And when you have resources, it's easier to use those resources to generate more resources. Um, and so I think they're quite smart, actually, to not, to, to not say, well, that's enough and I can now do something else with my life because what's giving their life meaning is is the work that leads to increasing wealth. Now, not everyone is doing work that we would agree with as useful work, but it's what they know to do. And I think we all feel compelled to do that, <clears throat> even if it's, well, and it would be in our own way, and many of us haven't hit the mark, and we're doing work that we hate, and so we can't wait to stop doing that work, but... But that doesn't mean that we don't want to work. It just means we don't like the work that we're doing at the moment. I think it's innately built into humans to want to work. <clears throat> and when we don't have it, whether because we we no longer need to or we've retired or or because we're doing work that we don't like, we're not doing the work that gives us meaning, 
I think we feel that. And I think you that's part of what you feel when you're doing work that you hate. Is you are feeling the lack of doing work that you actually love. And that lack exists even though you are working. So there is an imperative to spend your life and your time on earth doing things that you find meaningful. Hop up, Maisie. Come on. And, and without that, I think it doesn't matter... How hard you work, you're going to be missing that feeling. Now you'll have lots of other feelings that, you know, even bad work can come with the benefit of feeling like you're supporting your family, earning money that is needed, all that. Um, So I don't mean to say that there is nothing that comes with bad work, but I am saying that it is missing something essential in the same way that not working or being retired can be. Uh, missing something that is essential. And I think if you spent your life doing work that you don't like, then retirement is maybe a good alternative to that because at least it gives you free time to pursue the things that are meaningful to you. And I think the things that you decide to pursue that are meaningful to you in retirement is maybe an indication of the work that you've found meaningful all along. Thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow.